now over, over peacefully, and that they are now trying desperately to get back on track with scheduled flights because during the day they lost some 10 flights diverted to other places and three were cancelled. So there are quite a lot of passengers now queuing up at check-ins, hoping that before too long the runway will be opened and things will get back to normal. And just very briefly then, Rosie, I mean, what else did he demand apart from the, this whole issue with his, uh, with his ex-wife? We heard various stories during the day and none of them were, have yet been officially confirmed. We heard that he wanted some female prisoners in Egypt released. Uh, we also heard that he wanted to talk to an EU official about the possibility of claiming asylum but nobody's been able to confirm either of those things and uh, indeed we don't really know just what went on between him and his ex-wife and whether it could possibly be do to do something to do with the you know the children i believe they have four children together um, and certainly that earlier report suggested that she'd brought one of them to the airport okay. so it's really not clear whether this is purely a domestic situation or whether or not it is something uh, more political. Rosie Halalambos, a freelance journalist, joining us live from uh, Cyprus. Thanks. Let's hear now from David Learmount, who's a journalist and air safety specialist with Flight Global in London. I asked him if the authorities were right to take this incident seriously once it was thought the hijacker was wearing a suicide belt. Yes, unfortunately, you're right. Um, basically, the, the person who was left with the decision is the captain of the aeroplane. If the captain had had complete faith in the airport security system in Egypt, he would have said, I know it's impossible for somebody to get a bulky um, suicide vest or suicide belt on board this aircraft, because they are bulky. Uh, even the most cursory security, the curs most cursory body frisk would discover one of those. Um, so the captain should have been able to have faith um, that this would not get through security at an Egyptian airport. But because of the Sharm el-Sheikh incident in late October last year, where a bomb was got on board, where an aircraft was successfully sabotaged and everybody on board was killed, I think he simply doesn't, didn't have that faith. And though he, So he felt he had no choice but to do what he was told by the would-be hijacker. We don't know entirely what the the motivation of this particular individual was, but I, I suppose it is also when you talk about the faith that a pilot has in a system and, and, and the, the Egyptian system in particular, it does prompt all kinds of questions about what the Egyptians have done in the interim since that Sharm el-Sheikh incident. You're absolutely right. I'm convinced that since the Sharm el-Sheikh incident, um, Egypt has really beefed up its, its security system. And by and large, it wasn't that bad before. So really, there shouldn't be this failure in trust of the system. Because, like I said, getting a suicide belt that would actually bring an aircraft down, getting that through security, it should be absolutely impossible. And the captain should have been able to believe that it was absolutely impossible. Now, where this leaves us at the moment is back in the security stone age, the pre-9-11 situation. If we really cannot have faith in security systems, then all that anybody has to do in the future is to get on board an aircraft, claim they have explosives, and the drill was then to do what the captain was told by the would-be hijacker. So we're, we're right back, you know, nearly 20 years ago.
there is a disciplined system. This guy could not have got through the most cursory security with a genuine suicide belt on. The captain should have been able to believe that. Okay. The captain, somehow, because of the world's security situation at the moment, because of the fear that everybody has about even airport and airline employees possibly being won over, you know, after security checks, everybody is so jumpy that the faith has gone. Okay. But I say again, what this foreshadows, if we can't get our faith back, if we can't have faith in our security systems, what this foreshadows is that anybody who makes a threat will get taken to where he asks to go. That was David Learmount, journalist and air safety specialist with Flight Global. Now, a new aerial survey of some 500 sites on the northern part of the Great Barrier Reef in Australia shows such serious damage that scientists warn a large number of corals...